Hey guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about developing a better mindset. And I'm going to ask you guys 14 questions for you to think about. And then we're going to talk about an affirmation that I've been working on, which has been helping me. And I'm going to give you the four R's. And these are going to be things that you guys can think about to help you to heal and to become a better version of yourself. So the first question I want you guys to think about is what's the most positive thought I can have in this situation? When we know about positivity in our thought process, we can actually change the way we feel. And when I start to think positive and do positive things, I can change the situations that surround me. So I want you guys to think about a positive thought in a situation that you can have and really think of a negative situation where it's hard to think of something positive And that's the way that we can start to learn to develop a positive mindset. The second question is, what do I need to think in this moment to feel better? So let's use the first example of the positive thought that I try to have in a situation is I'm being cheated on or someone lied to me or stole something from me or wasn't there for me. I'm trying to find a positive thought in that situation. Sometimes we have to even think about in this moment, how can I feel better if it may be hard for me to find a positive thought? So maybe if someone, for example, cheated on us, um, that can be one of the hardest things to get over if you spent time and energy with someone and you felt betrayed. But maybe the positive thought is that this is giving me an opportunity to find myself in the process and that I can think about what are going to be my goals moving forward, not being in a dysfunctional relationship. Um, A lot of times it's hard to feel better when your thoughts are already going in a negative direction. But when we start to develop a different and better mindset, we can actually look back and say there are moments that maybe things weren't what I expected, but this gives me maybe ample opportunity to to kind of stand forward and, and stand in my own truth that I don't have to allow someone or something to affect me the way it once did. Um, question three is, can I learn to let go of my fear? And if so, how will I feel after? So we know fears definitely can derive in many different directions in our lives, our thoughts. Fears can be in our actions, our decision making. And fear is something that we're going to face. Um, it's about learning how to work through fear. It's learning how to, to persevere. And how do I feel after letting go of that personal fear or things I've been holding on to for many years? I know one of my major fears when I was younger was just kind of getting caught in closed spaces or just being kind of locked in and not being able to find an exit. So one thing that helped me a lot was definitely talking to someone about those fears, finding healthy alternatives, knowing where my exits are in certain situations, maybe doing an exposure therapy situation where someone puts me in that that kind of anxiety producing situation and I have to learn how to manage it in a different way. Um, I don't recommend it, of course, for every person, but learning how to let go of fears or how I feel and checking in on how I feel after can help me to feel better and to interpret things differently. Um, Question four is, how can I interpret situations without judging them first? Um, Judgments can be really difficult, whether someone judges us or we judge ourselves or vice versa, or just being in a situation that's uncomfortable. Sometimes we interpret that situation to be hard or or tough or rough, or maybe it might be just something indifferent or ambivalent that I'm I'm trying to figure out how do I feel in the situation. So if I can learn to interpret it without judging the person or myself 
first, then that might give me maybe more insights to doing something, stepping out on, on your faith or belief or whatever your, your thoughts are that can help you to actually achieve goals. Number five is how is my heart? So how is our heart in a lot of situations? And many times we make decisions based on our heart and sometimes not our minds. Um, and when we talk about developing a better mindset, we need to have our heart and our mind need to be in conjunction with each other. So when I can actually think with my mind and use my heart and they're actually in tune with each other, it makes me to feel differently and it actually can help improve my decision making. Number six, six, how am I happy? So when you think of number six, what are some of the happiest moments in our lives or where does happiness reside in our lives? And a lot of times knowing how to be happy or when we're happy or who are people who bring happiness in our, in, in our everyday living, it helps us to feel different. Um, it helps us to feel empowered, helps us to feel exuberant or enthusiastic or have a zeal for life. Um, happiness is something that we can find within ourselves. Happiness we can find in our careers or we can find it in our families. Um, I think that we have to kind of know and dig deep into what creates happiness and how do we maintain that happy feeling once it arises. Number seven, is what I'm doing serving my best interests? And it goes into number eight, can I change? So number seven is what are the things we're doing that are the best interests in our lives? And it kind of goes into our happy moments, things that we love to do. Sometimes hobbies or interests can go hand in hand in tandem. Um, but how does this serve me moving forward? And can I change? A lot of times with changing, it can be one of the most difficult things for people, especially individuals who work in a recovery program. Um, we know the serenity prayer says, accept the things I cannot change is one of the main components. But it also says having the courage to change the things I can. And the last part, of course, the shorter version is the wisdom to know the difference. And when we talk about the things I cannot change, that can be one of the hardest things for a person to let go of or to accept. Because your mind goes into, if I could just change this, or if things could be different, I will feel so much better. I will be able to understand life from a different mindset. Or I'll be able to actually just move forward. Where sometimes the things we cannot change may create even more anxiety than the things that we actually can change. So really taking out maybe a notepad and writing down the things we do have control of, like our um, controllables versus our maybe intangibles or tangibles versus intangibles or controllables versus uncontrollables, then maybe I can understand things that I will be willing to change or I have the ability to change. What about number nine? How would I like to show up in the world today? Um, the great thing about life, and I always use this phrase with my family and friends, is that I can hit the reset button at any time in a day. So if I'm having a rough morning or a rough afternoon or things are going in a negative direction, I can always hit that switch and say, you know what, I'm choosing at this moment to show up differently in the world at this moment. And in choosing to show up different means that I don't have to show out. And many of us, we know how to show out and we know how to tell people what we're thinking, how we're feeling. Or maybe for some of us, we internalize it and we don't show or share how we feel. 
But showing up means that I'm present and I'm not only present, but I'm actively doing the next right thing in my world, which helps me to do the next right thing in the world in general. Number 10, how am I feeling right now and where and how do I feel it in my body? Um, The great thing about our bodies is that our bodies will give us warning signs before we react or do things or experience things. So an example for anxiety, a lot of times when you think of that cycle, people will have normally automatic negative thoughts, which can lead to what we call our physical symptoms. And the physical symptoms can lead to what we call our behavioral responses. So if I'm aware of what I'm feeling and I'm aware of what I'm telling myself, then it will help me to understand why I behave the way I do and where do I feel it in each part of my body, which helps us go to number 11, which says, what do I need to feel safe? Um, Feeling safe can be one of the most difficult things for a person who struggles with traumas or trust issues, because when you try to find a safety net or safe zone, a lot of times people like to jump in our safety net or try to tell us what to do or how we should feel or experience things. But we have to find what makes us feel safe and how do we continue to feel safe in uncomfortable situations. Number 12 is, is this person adding any value to my life? When I start to think of my boundaries of feeling safe, I need to start to imagine or think, what values do I actually have? And how are other people either impeding my progress or who are helping to expand my my circle and learning to teach me how to add value in my life? And if someone isn't bringing value to your life, you need to reevaluate why am I keeping them in my circle? And I do believe in keeping a small circle and knowing the difference between friendships and associates. And when you can start to realize those thoughts and differences, we'll be able to make a better decision moving forward in our lives. Number 13, do I need to set boundaries? I believe in setting boundaries with others and setting boundaries with myself. And when I learn to set a healthy boundary with others, then they don't cross into my feelings or my thoughts, and then they can understand where I'm coming from. So boundary setting is going to be great, and it's going to help us to become who we are and who we need to be in our everyday lives. And last but not least, question 14 is, am I showing up for my healing and growth? And I really want to talk about a quote that I heard. I don't know the author's name, but I want to read this quote to you guys. And it says, healing doesn't mean that pain never existed. It means the pain no longer controls your life. And when I show up for healing and growth, that means that there's going to be times where I'm not going to know how to feel, how to understand. But I love the quote because it says healing doesn't mean that the pain never existed. Pain is going to exist and it's going to hurt. It's going to feel different each time I revisit it or share it, but that it no longer has to control my life and I can actually control how I respond in my healing. So the affirmation I've been practicing and working on, and I want to kind of give it to you guys, is I say I inhale calm and I exhale anxiety. And I've also revised it and said, I inhale calm and I exhale fear. And when I tell myself I'm inhaling calmness and I'm exhaling anxiety and fear, it means that I'm learning how to do one of the best things that I can do is the four R's, which are to relax, to relate, to release, and repeat. So when I learn to relax, which means I'm in a calm state, I can relate to my body and my mind. It goes back to, we said, question 10, 
where and how do I feel it in my body and how am I feeling now, I can release it. That's when I realize where do I need my safety or how is my heart feeling? Or even when we go back to number three, can I learn to let go of my fear? When I learn to release it, then how do I feel after? And then repeat. The more I start to repeat that cycle, I can develop a better mindset. And the great thing about life is we can develop better mindsets in our day-to-day thinking, but also in our feelings. I hope this podcast has helped you guys to develop hopefully a better mindset or these 14 questions or the affirmation or even the quote can help you to learn to relax, relate, release, and repeat. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. I hope you guys have a great week. I'm not afraid